What is up, everybody? We got him. We got him. We got the man, the myth, the legend, the shooting legend, Mr. Jerry Micklick, right across from us today. And Jerry, you is it fair to say, is it fair to say that you've shot a few guns in your life? Shot a few. <laughs> some well, some not. <laughs> how many, if you were to just guess, how many, how many different firearms do you think you've shot in your life? Wow, that's a good question. I, I try to get most everything into my hands one time or the other just to experience it. So it's been a, it's been a bunch. All of them. Most. <laughs> just about all of them, yeah. yeah. Most. <laughs> so we're, now we're getting to the question for today's 10-minute-ish talk. One gun for the rest of your life. Out of all these firearms, wow. you, you got to pick one, and it's got to be maybe a do-all. You know, mm-hmm. we're talking maybe hunting, competition, yeah, home defense. I mean, we had this conversation at one point, you, Ryan, and I. I mean, we haven't even shot close to the amount of guns that Jerry has. So, very no. unique perspective here. Yes, yes. See, that's a very that's a hard topic. It's a loaded question. It is because it's so there's so many applications for a firearm. Mm-hmm. So when you say one gun, immediately I I want to go to a shotgun. Right. Something like with a 24-inch barrel, maybe have an optic on it, extended mag. And the beauty part about a shotgun is you can shoot anything out of it. So if you have any kind of loading equipment or casting equipment, like if I have a round ball mold, I can shoot a 690-diameter round ball out of it, shoot any game animal you want close enough. Mm-hmm. You cast slugs, you cast buckshot, you can make your own birdshot even. You could cut nails and put it in there if you had to. <laughs> Jerry, that's you the one know. thing. That's the one thing, and I, I'm so glad you're back. It's so fun having you here. I've noticed that you tend to like to make it all yourself, right. do it all yourself. Right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, right. you can you could also buy well some of those things, right? But you'd right. like to make it. That's the mechanic part of me. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a kid, you gave me something real pretty, and the next hour it was all apart, and I was looking at it, and I couldn't put it back together. But uh, what my dad told me: if you own it, you should know how to work on it. Mm-hmm. So when I got into shooting. Uh, first shotgun I, my dad had bought me when I was 1968. He bought me a shotgun, and he bought me one box of shells. He said, "You're on your own." <laughs> <laughs> From it. here, it's it, all you. It's yours. So I learned to reload, and you know, if, if I wanted to shoot the thing, I had to feed it. So we started reloading. We got we got a press, and my dad wasn't a shooter per se. He's mm-hmm. a farm boy, so he had when they had a tractor or something, you had to build a fence. You did it yourself. So one day he walked in the house. He had a shotgun loader. He's not, a, he's not a reloader or anything. He just said, here, do it. So we, we started learning how to, how to load shells. And what's really good about a shotgun, you can do just about anything with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's slow, true. Yeah, so you can do bird. So when you say a survival gun, the first thing that comes to mind is I have to maybe have an, an aerial application. I got you know, take game birds or whatever, make the day with it, or shoot big game or defense. Mm-hmm. And it's a limited range proposition, but it's just uh, the flexibility of it is so great. It is. It is. That actually makes me feel really good, Jim, because I feel like that was kind of the conclusion that we came to when we had that discussion. It was. It does feel good to know that Jerry also kind of agrees with that. Does that make the us one? professional shooters? Yes. Yeah, I'm glad you, okay. you've arrived good. at that same conclusion I have. Um, the one kind of interesting thing Jerry brings up is is a topic that we have to address at some point. You know, and it's it's loading shotgun shells because that's a little bit different than loading your regular you know yeah. uh, ammo. Like if mm-hmm. you're shooting rifle, bottleneck cartridges, or straight wall or anything like that, pistol pistol calibers. But right. loading shotgun shells is kind of a uh, an interesting process. It's uh, well, it's simplified with the modern uh, wadding. You know, the plastic wads. Yeah. But before that, you had cork, you had fiber, you had over the powder wad, you had over the shot wad, you had a roll crimp. 
So with the modern uh, six-point or eight-point crimp, it's really easy to load ammunition. Hmm. And, it has, and if, even if you had to, I looked at it at the aspect of I can't get any of this, but I have primers and I have some, sh- uh, and I have some powder. You could, you could make your hole punch and make wiring out of what's available, cardboard boxes or stiff wide, whatever you can. You can make something to, to make the wide. And just the idea of putting what you need in there and crimping it so you can shoot it. Jerry's never out of the fight. Nope. <laughs> never. Oh, I don't have this. I'll just make it out of some other, like, just a seemingly right. obscure yeah, object. I'd, yeah. I'd be waving the white flag. Jerry's making wads out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. There you go. There you go. So it's really, a, it's really a survivalist firearm. It's limited in its firepower. It's limited in range. But it, the flexibility comes into, into mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, anyway. It's, you find yourself in that old survival scenario or something like that. You stumble into some some broke down abandoned <laughs> house. Chances are, if you're gonna find some ammo in there, it's probably going to be 22 long rifle yep. or some 12 gauge yep. shotgun shells. You know, yeah. that's that's actually a good a good yep. 12 good gauge. thought. 12 gauge is so universal. It's like the short block of the Chevrolet. You know, it's the, it's the short block. Everybody has pieces and parts for it. And there's a zillion rounds of different kind of ammunition. You can do do your own, roll your own, make your own, find your own. Yeah. You know, so it's, it can do so much with so little. It's just a go to. What uh, what are we talking here? Are we talking pump, auto, over, under? I would say a pump because ammunition doesn't need to function a gun. Okay. True. So you yeah. can shoot little sub subsonic rounds and uh, get away with it. You can shoot magnums in it. So. It doesn't. What I like about that platform, the pump gun, is this. It's so basic; it's easy to work on. Yeah, it's simplified. Simplified maintenance, simplified ammunition. It's just uh, what you want to do. You know, everybody. Everybody has to have a shotgun. Every farmhouse used to have a twenty-two rifle and a shotgun. Yeah, usually right by the door. Yep, single shot twenty-two. The old Winchester sixty-threes, uh, I think they were. They were like ten bucks single shot. Everybody had one. Everybody had a, you know Iva Johnson. Crack barrel shotgun in the corner, you know, shoot raccoons out of a chicken house or something. And uh, just what you did, you had to have those two things. A uh, handgun, I brought my universal handgun over here, by the oh, way. Oh, that's right. we got to dive into that in a yeah. second. Yeah. You, can we do a little show and tell on it? Well, please do. Absolutely. I'd, I'd love that. See, this is because uh, the thing people have to realize now, now Jerry wanted to bring up the 12-gauge shotgun as his kind of, you know, one gun for the rest of his life. But he didn't have one that was drilled and tapped, and that is that would be a nice thing to have for on that one gun for the rest of your yeah. life. So you also brought along another potential option, a, a pistol option yeah. for this category. Yeah. So what I have is a, this is a six twenty seven Smith and Wesson. It's a thirty eight three fifty seven Magnum, and what's good about a revolver is like that pump shotgun. The ammunition doesn't function it. Yeah. So if I wanted to shoot something very light loaded, I can do that. I can make shot charges. We used to take gas checks and crimp, push them down in a, in a 357 hull and fill it with number nines and crimp another gas check on top so you can have bird shot. You can go from a <laughs> you can go from a 75 grain wad cutter to a 230 grain wad cutter or yeah. anything in between. A you 230 can, out of a 357. Yeah, I used to shoot a lot of bowling pins with it. They're wicked. Okay. A lot of bowling yeah, pins. A lot of bowling pins. Never know it. when you're going to need yeah, to shoot those we, bad Well, boys. bowling pin competition when I started shooting was actually right. uh, I could win guns. That's right. I could, you brought this up yeah. in uh, in the podcast that yeah. we had with you a while back. Right, the so you could win. You can win guns. I could go there and win a gun without having to go out and buy it. It was like, yes. And when, those were the ones where you met that crazy dude who uh, shoot himself oh, for uh, the demonstrations. Right? Well, he's not a crazy guy, Richard oh, sorry, Richard, yeah, Richard Davis. Me. I mean, well, he maybe was crazy. Is not the right word, but he did. It's unique. He was a very unique person, and <laughs> but he also saved like seven hundred lawmen. That's true. With, hey, it, with, gotta, with with his vest through his adventurous 
application of Kevlar to the body. So you have to give him a lot of a lot of respect in that uh, endeavor. That he saved a lot of lives. That's true. So you got to yeah. give him props yeah. for that. Yeah. Crazy Although like I can a, crazy say, like a fox. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I would not be yeah. that guy. You know, it's, it, but yeah. So a gun like this, it's so like you said, it's so versatile. You can do you can mm-hmm. do darn near anything with it. There's a lot of guns that are in the 357, 38 kind of thing. Why, yep. why this particular one? It's a bit larger of a of a firearm. It is. But what I like about it is eight rounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an was, eight. It's an eight round revolver. So you can load it with the moon clip too. So if you if you had to reload it real quick, I could drop eight rounds in it, or I can load individual. Okay. So that, for for those not familiar, sorry to interrupt you, Jerry, yep, but, yep. Uh, What's a moon clip? A moon clip is a is a holdover from the first war. When they made 45 caliber ACP revolvers for the for the military to supplement the 1911s, being a true rimless cartridge, it had to be affixed into a little clip. So when you go to extract it, it had something to extract. It had no rim on it. Mm, so okay. it was like a a, a a rim, and they had a half moon clip. We had three rounds. Okay. So a soldier was issued a, a revolver, and he gave him like like six or eight moons, half moons. And that's what you loaded in there, and you shot them. You, you you extracted them as a unit. So the modern version of that would be: this is a this can this can shoot a rim cartridge, or you could have a, a clip to hold them affixed in a package, so you can drop eight in, and eight will come out at one time. Awesome. Hmm. So it gives you the firepower capability of a fast reload. Back when we were shooting competition, well, I had my world record on the, on the twelve shots with the, with the forty five. The actual reload time from number six to number seven, I think, was one point four seconds. I've seen that video. Yeah. It is absolutely so, mind-boggling. So it makes the revolver applicable in that situation where you might need firepower, mm. but it's also flexible enough to take single cartridges in any mix and power range that you want. And one thing I found fascinating, we did some ballistic tests, and we're shooting some ballistic gelatin with a 357 Magnum. And it's a very underrated cartridge, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, you had 10, you got all these wild things, you know, 40 caliber, what have you, but... This thing shot through five feet of ballistic gelatin with a 180-grain bullet. That's something. Yeah, so if you look at application, there's probably nothing on North American continent that I couldn't put a hole through right. with, with this. And it's, I can shoot birdshot out of it. I can shoot wide cutters. I can shoot target loads. I can take another thing they used to load was triple-aught buck. You'd put two of them in a cartridge and crimp it. Remington used to sell a triple-aught buck load to two uh, triple-aught ball rounds and a three fifty seven Magnum hull. And now, th- a, did you shoot some of those? I haven't, but I've shot concoctions similar to it. Okay. How, like, um, from an accuracy, accuracy standpoint? Well, it fits the bore, but it's a multiple projectile, so it okay. impacts in, like a pattern. Okay. And um, so, like, practical application of this, is it kind of like because it's cool, or, or would you be using it for? Well, if you look at it, on the cost effectiveness of it, it would be a cheap anti-personnel round for close range. Right. Because okay. right. you have you have two two car, two projectiles impacting a target at the same time. At one shot. Yeah. Because back in the days of black powder revolvers, a thirty-eight caliber revolver would shoot just one single ball. Mm-hmm. So the modern version would be a three fifty seven Magnum where you shot two at a time. That turns that thing into a sixteen shooter. And two it, for one. It, it does. So you know, it, people really don't appreciate a revolver and what it can do especially if you hand load for it or you just want to shoot a vast variety of ammunition 
in a in a package that'll that'll handle it. It'll it's it's pretty amazing. Three fifty seven Magnum is pretty amazing when you put the right combination of bullet in it. Yeah. Well, and it's really cool, too, because if you're one of those people who's maybe lucky enough to have two guns the rest of your life, you could also get a carbine that's chambered in the same round. You could. Like a lever action right. or something like that. Um, yep. But, you know, I uh, these these types of firearms, you know, the revolvers and stuff like that, they're very cool. You think back, you know, everybody's got these modern trick guns mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and you got high uh, kind of magazines with a greater capacity and stuff like that, but... For a long time, these guns ruled the roost. They guns did. like this. They did everything they were asked to do. Yep. Got to respect that. Well, that's interesting, too. You know, I mean, as, like you said, technology, and it's like, you know, better, faster, stronger, this, this you know, whiz-bang thing, that whiz-bang thing. And then you're like, oh, I only get one? I'm going back to simple. <laughs> simple always works. It's like that power window in your car is great till it don't work. Mm-hmm. No hand crank, you know, it got you through a bad day and a good day. You know, that's some, true. Sometimes basic, well, I hope we never experienced this, but all these satellites we have in orbit, if we catch a solar flare, that credit card not going to work too good either. So, Man. <laughs> you know, I never thought about that. So, yeah, so hmm. we, it can put you back in the Stone Age really quick. Simple always works. You know, Jerry yeah. got me thinking about, you know, power versus manual windows there, Jim. <laughs> I, I used to have manual windows. I know you did. But, like, my kids will never grow up with manual windows but when i like if, if i was going to pull up with next to jerry and have him ask him to roll his window down i'd go like this <laughs> but like are our kids yeah. gonna go oh, yeah like this <laughs> they probably, probably do probably yeah i'm i'll never forget a time now we're off topic but i'll never forget a time when my parents used to own a completely hollowed out except for the driver's side, uh, seat and passenger seat old ford e-series van mm-hmm. and it had manual windows but ford at ford Back in the day, they decided to make the thing that opened the door and the thing that opened the window, they looked identical. However, one was slightly larger than the other. And I, as a kid, I could never remember, is it the small one that does the window or the, it does the small one do the door and the big one does the window? No, but the big one, it's the opening the door is a big operation, so you'd think, you know, window's smaller. I couldn't think, I was, st- I was sitting there in the passenger seat staring at it for, for a long time on the road. Decided to just, I'm going to go all in on one of these five-year-old kid, Highway 14, 55 miles an hour, clunk, door flies open, mom freaks out. The rest is history. Made it out of that all right, just fine. Wearing my seatbelt, but. Was that a, did that van have a steel dash on it too? I can't remember. remember. The whole inside was red. Yeah. Everything was red. It might have been a vinyl dash, but it it was, uh, I did love that. And then, of course, when we had to pick up multiple kids from, like, football practice or something like that, all the kids would be rolling around the back. It's probably, I mean, good thing there's a statute of limitations. I'm saying all this on the air right Times now. were different, Jim. Times were different. Times were different. Yeah. 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 Wasn't even that long ago. But, okay, back to the uh, the simplicity. I do yeah. like that. It's a very, uh, it's it's one that I wouldn't have thought of. No. But I like it. And if you're a guy like Jerry and you can make something out of seemingly anything, then then stuff like this, stuff like a pump shotgun, it just makes sense. Well, we all should be able to do, I do that stuff. We're, what are we're, we doing? I mean, we should have been recording all morning because Jerry yeah. was just, you know, I mean, you know, I, still, I still have, I have to, I still have a habit of walking through a parking lot and looking for tire weights. Yeah. Well, what do you like to make out of those? I'm guessing you cast bullets out of them, right? Thirty-eight, you know, thirty-eight bullets. When I was first started shooting, we used tire weights and plumber's lead, whatever we could find. So looking down, I'm through a parking lot. I'm going, I got to find something to shoot, you know. Well, let me ask you this, Jerry. <laughs> If you found one, are you picking it up? 
Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. I have a I have a strategic supply of lead at home. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm good. running out of place to put it, so that's that's a good thing to have. Like yep. you said, if that solar flare hits, I think you've got the currency. The world so. is a little heavier <laughs> at Cherry's house. <laughs> <laughs> it lists right there. It, uh, there's a little divot in the yeah. in the earth. Yeah. Why is it off axis? Well, be prepared. Always be prepared. Makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I like it. Well, and the other thing I like is you just like you said you don't hear about the 357 it gets t- doesn't get it gets glossed over and it sounds yep. like it's got yep. a lot of merit people should be considering absolutely and one more question for you Jerry yep. okay so like now I'm going to we keep putting you into it further and further in a box but like you can shoot seemingly just about anything out of this uh, this pistol here. Yep. If you kind of had like your choice, all right, I'm going to go out now into the into the the wilderness, whatever this apocalypse that we've ended up in, or something like that. And you can at least carry some on you. What's that particular load going to be? Woo! It would probably be like uh, a 357 Magnum with a 158 grain bullet in it. Yeah. Some kind of a good hollow point or something like that. I could do with that. And do anything I need to do with it. It's a good all-around, good all-around bullet weight uh, velocity for that for that cartridge. It's what they it's what they standardized on. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they shot uh, six seven hundred yard targets with it. I know if you've seen it, the footage of guys shooting back in the day in the long range, they shot you know. Six, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you said you did a pretty crazy shot with this, like an upside down. How well, that far? was a, that's a two inch J frame. Oh, that was yeah, that much gun. smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, 38 Special is, is is really a good cartridge. What gave it a bad reputation was the uh, the round nose lead projectile. Not a good one. Huh? It had no no expansion, so it just oh. it just went through things. Punch holes. Yeah, so all the energy was expelled somewhere else. So the modern version of it with a good hollow point is still a very good round. Shockingly accurate, you said. Too. It is too. The guns in 38 Special, like you take a standard gun like this out of the box, would probably be shoot under three inches at 50. You know, easy, I mean, easy, easy. You know, that's. I'm just saying it would be easy to do that. I've shot three-inch groups at 200 yards with them. You know, with the right ammunition, you can, you can, you can, you tailor it to the gun. You know, you get, you get a gun that might be a little cranky on ball end diameter or a bullet, uh, a bore diameter, and you find what it likes and you feed it. It's gonna, it's gonna like it. It's gonna shoot very good. But across the board, you know, three-inch, I would say would be probably what they do at 50. That's totally acceptable. It's hard to get a uh, semi-automatic pistol to do that without a lot of money. Hmm. Yeah, because you have a you have a fixed barrel to the frame, yeah. and the optic is on the frame, and so it's all you have this really good alignment system here. So if if the cylinder is made correctly at all, the bullet is going to enter the bore in the same relationship as the one before it. Okay, a lot of consistency that's, there. Yeah. So that's and and the new guns. The the technology that they use to make a cylinder now is so advanced that this, the specs on this thing are way better than anything they've ever previously manufactured. If I ever have a question or a customer service need on a firearm, I'm not even going to call the company. I'm just going to call Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we've all learned here. I think, yeah. You can make pretty much anything shoot well. Awesome. Good stuff. Jerry, thank you. Thank oh, you very much. Very informational. Yeah. Lots to think about there. Yeah. See if uh, we can maybe get Jerry back on for another 10-minute talk. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Catch you guys on the next one. <laughs> What's your one gun for the rest of your life? Oh, well, yes. Yep. Comment yes, please below. Please tell us. Please tell us. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. We'll catch you on the next one.